Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, July 10th, and we have completed week 27 of 2023. Have you checked out all the status match and bonus points offers that the airlines and hotels are promoting? As an example, you can get Hyatt bonus points for staying at Dreams Hotels or earn 4x with Accor All. These are just some of the bonus points offers available to you. We do all the work of tracking the deals so that you can benefit from these bonus miles, points, and status match offers that are being announced. All you have to do is visit businesstravel360.com and sign up. Now, let's get to the headlines. JetBlue says it will end its partnership with American Airlines and the Northeast after losing a court fight over the deal and will instead focus on salvaging its proposed purchase of Spirit Airlines. JetBlue Airways says Wednesday that it will not appeal a federal judge's ruling blocking the deal with American. With its decision, JetBlue said the U.S. Justice Department should reconsider its opposition to a JetBlue-Spirit combination. The Justice Department sued to block both the JetBlue American deal and JetBlue's agreement to buy Spirit Airlines for $3.8 billion on grounds that it would hurt competition. The Justice Department won a trial in Boston last fall over the American JetBlue partnership, where the U.S. District Judge decided that the airlines must end the Northeast Alliance, which began in 2021 because it violates U.S. antitrust laws. However, American is taking another course of action. With, of course, respect to JetBlue's decision to focus on other antitrust and regulatory challenges, American Airlines said, American will move forward with an appeal. As more Americans travel internationally this summer, the wait time to get a passport renewed is also increasing. According to the latest update from the U.S. State Department, the processing time for passport renewal is now 10 to 13 weeks for routine processing. This does not include the mail time, which could also add another four weeks. Compare that to the pre-pandemic time when the State Department was processing passports in as little as four to six weeks in 2019, or even the summer of 2022 when the routine service took between eight to 11 weeks. In a move that it's hoping to help ease the long waiting times of passport renewals, the State Department is launching a series of in-person events to help Americans apply for passports. The U.S. State Department this week announced a series of special passport acceptance fairs that will allow Americans to apply for passports in person. Most of the events are for first-timers, and those looking for renewal may still have to do so by mail. The events will run in July and August at local libraries, post offices, and other venues in most cities in New Jersey, California, and Florida, with some in Georgia, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. The events will offer routine and expedited service for those who need a passport for urgent travel and are still being told to make an appointment at a passport agency or center. For full details, including links to make appointments, you can check that out at the State Department's website. With recession fears still high and domestic vacation planning for the next six months continuing to flag, revenge travel trend that everybody's been talking about might be showing signs of peaking, at least according to the Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Index. The Conference Board is a nonprofit think tank that tracks and analyzes business conditions, consumer attitudes, and more. According to the chief economist at the conference board, vacation plans within the next six months continue to lag, led largely by declines in plans to travel domestically. 
This is an important indicator of desires to spend on services ahead, which might be a signal that the post-pandemic revenge spending on travel might have peaked and is likely to slow for the rest of the year. Other big-ticket expenses have slowed as well, including plans to purchase cars and homes. In June, only 12% of consumers reported being unable to plan for a vacation due to financial reasons. When looking at only consumers age 55 and older, 16% said that they won't be able to plan for a vacation due to financial reasons. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. United Airlines plans to make changes in flight operations to avoid weather-related disruptions as it was during the 4th of July holiday. This is according to the CEO, Scott Kirby. Recent flight disruptions have raised new concern about whether airlines are ready to handle the summer travel boom during the holidays in which the U.S. air traffic is likely to exceed pre-COVID levels. Last month, United canceled about 19% of its scheduled flights as thunderstorms and equipment failures at the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration facility in D.C. caused significant delays for air travel on the East Coast. About 26,000 flights were delayed by all airlines during the weekend in June after thunderstorms ripped through parts of the U.S. Kirby last week blamed the FAA for the recent flight cancellations. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg blamed severe weather for the large number of flight cancellations causing headaches for travelers. It really shot up in the first part of the week largely because severe weather hit some of the key hubs, according to Buttigieg. I think more passengers understand that no one can control the weather, but anything under the control of the airlines and anything that we can do on the FAA side, we need to continue pushing to make sure that there is the smoothest possible experience for air passengers everywhere. More than 2,000 flights were delayed as the 4th of July weekend kicked off on Saturday. Severe weather canceled and delayed hundreds of flights on the East Coast at the beginning of last week. Some airlines have blamed the FAA for poor staffing levels. Even then, Buttigieg said that less than 10% of delays are due to staffing issues. He said that the Transportation Department is set to hire 1,500 more air traffic controllers this year and an additional 1,800 next year to help address staffing issues. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. Flying is now even more rewarding for travelers who capitalize on the partnership between Qantas's Frequent Flyer program and All Accor Live Limitless, with the loyalty programs expanding the benefits to more guests and increasing the value for their linked members. The Qantas Frequent Flyer and All Accor Live Limitless partnership rewards members twice, once in each program when they fly with Qantas or stay at one of Accor's hotels. As part of the partnership's expansion, Qantas Frequent Flyer Gold Card holders, equivalent to One World Sapphire, are now eligible to double-dip on rewards when they link their membership accounts, which is a perk previously reserved for Platinum and Platinum One Frequent Flyers only. Since the partnership launched in 2021, Qantas says hundreds of thousands of members have linked their accounts, earning millions of Qantas and all points. Travel agency network Travel Savers has added corporate accommodations provider Silver Door Apartments to its preferred hotel program. Users of Travel Savers Hotel Program, which provides negotiated rates and amenities, now have access to Silver Door's portfolio, which Silver Door says will include more than 1 million serviced and furnished apartments across 122 countries. Our agencies have expressed a need for serviced apartment properties for long-term corporate project business. Silver Door's locations and ease of booking make it an ideal fit for a program, according to Travel Savers SVP for hotels programs. The Travel Savers Network now includes more than 3,000 independently owned travel agencies. Norwegian has entered into an agreement with WF Holdings AS to acquire Widerow, the major regional airline in Norway. 
the agreement will provide customers with a broader route network and more choices. It will also contribute to securing local jobs in Norway. Widro will continue to exist as a separate company with its own brand, organization, and headquarters. Widro covers more than 40 small and mid-sized airports across Norway, in addition to a few larger airports in Europe, while Norwegian offers more than 300 routes to 114 destinations in the Nordics and in Europe. Widro has a fleet of close to 50 aircraft and holds a market share of approximately 20% in the Norwegian domestic market. The two airlines have a very limited overlap on routes and complement each other well. Out of a total of 107 routes in Norway, out of which 85 are operated by Widro and 22 are operated by Norwegian, only 5 overlap and can be operated with single jet aircraft. Sabre Corporation has announced the acquisition of hospitality e-commerce provider TechSembly. Terms of the transaction were not disclosed. TechSembly offers a fully automated e-commerce solution enabling global hotels to manage multiple online property stores, products, and logistics into one centralized platform. In addition to its marketplace, TechSembly is a leader in the gift card business for hoteliers, offering highly advanced and configurable capabilities in terms of selling and fulfillment of gift cards. As part of the transaction, Sabre will welcome TechSembly's talented e-commerce experts and developers to the company. Based in the UK with offices in Singapore and Hong Kong, TechSembly enjoys a growing customer base and a strong presence within the luxury hotel segment. Sabre Hospitality's long-term strategy is to be the leading global hotel commerce and distribution platform in the industry and is a critical component of Sabre's vision to be held as a premier global technology platform in travel. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. Expedia Group's new rewards program, OneKey, launched in the United States allowing members to earn and use rewards on bookings through the company's leading brands. The strength of the Unified Loyalty Program is its flexibility, company officials have said, allowing travelers who, for example, book flights through Expedia to use those rewards on hotel rooms through Hotels.com or vacation rentals with VRBO. Expedia Group first announced the concept of a single platform in September 2021. It is a super powerful tool and a marketing enhancement, according to Expedia Group's Senior Vice President for Commercial Relationships. Delta Airlines has officially kicked off a new nonstop service between Bogota and Orlando. The four-hour flight is operated by LATAM Airlines Colombia, based on a joint venture with Delta that goes back to October 2022 and connects the Colombian city with Orlando. Delta and LATAM are operating the service on an Airbus 320 aircraft. The new flight is in addition to two daily flights Delta already operates between Bogota in Atlanta and Bogota in New York. Turkish Airlines beginning in November will make Detroit its 13th U.S. destination. The airline will operate service between Detroit and Istanbul three times weekly using a Boeing 787 aircraft. On December 25th, the airline will add a fourth weekly flight. Turkish Airlines says that it plans to start service to Denver later this year, but did not specify a launch date. United Airlines will offer 30,000 mileage plus points to customers who are heavily impacted by the airline's cancellations and delays between June 24th and 30th. The points will be given to customers who were delayed overnight or did not get to their destination at all. Running an airline means managing things that are outside of our control and being ready to adapt to things that aren't according to Chief Customers Officer. From June 25th to June 30th, United cancelled more than 3,200 flights, accounting to almost 20% of their schedule. The airline also delayed over 54% of those flights in those six days. Travel risk intelligence supplier Riskline has developed a widget to provide destination information and risk assessment into travel search platforms. 
the World Insights Travel Search widget, which can be incorporated into a website via a copy and paste code, lets travelers access destination information aggregated by World Insights about a destination, including an overall trip assessment, visa and document requirements, and upcoming events, potential disruptions, and safety threats. The widget is compatible with mobile platforms and works with RiskLine's Travel Search API. Sabre has integrated Google's Travel Impact model into its Sabre Red 360 travel agency tool, allowing the company to display the carbon footprint of flights on its system. Sabre's Get Their Online Booking tool is expected to add the information towards end of the year, according to Sabre. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.